What's happening, guys? How you guys doing tonight? How's it going, oh. Scott? Nice shirt, by the way. I, I know. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, down below, down below Teespring, you know, uh -huh. Film Junkie Store. There it is. That's what I love about you, man. Wearing the merch. You have the God Ham shirt. I remember I remember making that shirt, and I remember I probably, it took, it took me like a week to just kind of come up with like, okay, how should I do this and how should I do that? I mean, the, the instant thing was like, all right, I'm going to have this kind of bat symbol right here. And I think because it's not quite like this one, that's why I was like able to use it because <laughs> it's yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, it's different. Um, uh, and then it was like the question mark was easy. Then I was like, okay, how do I, <laughs> how do I incorporate all the other, um, you know, the, the main rogues guys, I guess you could say Catwoman was, was by far the hardest. I was like, well, how am I going to do that? I, don't, I, I struggled. I was like, I was trying to make the M the ears at one point. It looked ridiculous. And it was just like, and finally I just was like, all right, I got this basic like overhead. I'm just going to fit it right between the M right there. And it seemed to, I guess, work. <laughs> so. Well, I have to completely admit to you. I was not originally wearing this shirt today. <laughs> I, I was going to wear a dark. Uh, I had this great Darwin cook, like golden age, first appearance, Batman shirt. Yeah. And then I was feeding Callum dinner and he thought it would be funny to go <laughs> with his applesauce <laughs> yeah, all over me. Of course. All right. We've got some people out there. looks like mama film junkie is here. Cool. What's up, mom? Hi. Hi, Mama. Yeah, and we got Dave. Of course, we got Scott. We got Mattia. What's up? What's going on, guys? All right, let's talk a little bit about some Batman. Uh, yeah, sorry that we didn't have one last week. Like I said, it was just birthday and birthdays and birthdays. It was, like, it, it was like birthdays <laughs> squared. It wasn't even birthdays squared. It was yeah. like... Because I had two people, like my friend had a birthday and they were, you know, supposed to do this uh, Zoom thing in the morning, which I missed because vodka stream went on too late the night before. Uh, and then, yeah, it was my aunt's birthday and then it was your wife's birthday. It's like, geez. <laughs> you know, that's the thing, though, is that we we, we have to we we have lives, Dave. Exactly. We have to exactly. But, you know, but a good portion of our life is, uh, lives are loving Batman. So. Um, we're on episode three production order, of course, guys, if you're following. Yeah, along. it was episode 10 when it aired. Yes, episode 10. And uh, it's the first appearance of Scarecrow. Who voices the Scarecrow again? I remember uh, his name was. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, wait, I, you wouldn't believe it. I actually. It, oh, Henry Pollock, the second. OK, it was funny because I told you um, I want I want like two sun like that Sunday ago. Yeah. Sunday uh, a week ago, Sunday. Or was it before that? I don't even remember. Uh, my days are all mixed up. It wasn't last Sunday. It was two Sundays ago where, like I said, my mom put it on. She just put it on. She wanted us to know what uh, the next episode was. So she put it on. So we watched it. And uh, I remember like, yeah, I just totally forget that there was like an original design for him, which, yeah, it didn't look as great. Well, and there was a great little bit from Bruce Tim about that design because they mm -hmm. talked about how they just they were never happy like they said about, that if yeah. you go and watch it, th that he changes them every time he shows up. They were just <laughs> never happy with his design. And apparently the one of the artists who designed this original design 
the problem was that the concept art with him being so super skinny, like they had him very sort of angular and like he was supposed to be like, you know, very abstract. And the problem was, is that when it came back from the animators, he just moved around like a normal person and yeah. it completely killed the effect that the design goes for. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, the man, I mean, the way it ends up turning into it's so much better because it's just because you actually, you know, you have his eyes. You can actually see his pupils. You can actually see like, a, a, you know, teeth in his mouth, I believe. Right. With the yeah, oh, yeah. The teeth are creepy as all yes. get out. Yes. <laughs> this is just like it's like he's got a balloon head, you know, and it's it's a little, you know, ghoulish. I guess you could say like he's got these ghosty ghoulish eyes, which, yeah, I could see. That's pretty cool. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like uh, it, the way it progressed uh, definitely uh, was a lot now, right. now, kudos to Henry Pollock II. Oh, yeah. Voice okay. work. Great. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Scarecrow. I mean, just the way that he sounds like somebody, too. And I think it was funny because we were trying to look it up. Uh, and that's where I actually remember the name. My mom actually looked up uh, the guy's name. And I guess he's just done some, you know, he hasn't really. He was in some TV shows and stuff like that. I think he was. Um, I forgot exactly what TV shows. Maybe she'll mention in the chat. But um yeah, like because uh, it just sounded familiar. It sounded like it was it sounded like a known like somebody that you just well, it's just something about the cadence in his voice or something like that. Just I don't know. I don't know who he sounds like, but he sounds like somebody. <laughs> and he's and he's got a voice that just makes you go. That's a cool sound. Yeah. Like, you sound like you, say, you sound like someone. But, yeah. it, you know, you look at the name, you're like, because there was Ooh. there was an Easter egg of a voice in this episode that was really yeah. fun for me because. Ooh. The uh, Richard Mall, who, of course, we'll later know yep. we see as Two Face, uh, Harvey, yeah. was the voice of the computer. Yep. Yeah. Um, every time you hear the computer, well, isn't he? Is he? He's also, I mean, later on, Hardak, right? I was about to say, I yeah. think he yeah. is Hardak. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. the voice of the, uh, the computer and Hardak sound pretty similar when you hear them. You're like, hmm, wait a minute. But uh, I mean, that's a great episode, that two-parter episode, which I can't wait to talk about. Oh, Heart of Steel. Heart yes. of Steel. So good. It's one of the top ones right there. So the uh, the episode starts off with, um, um, well, with Scarecrow flying a helicopter. <laughs> he does a lot of, uh, he has a lot of flying vehicles. Yes, he does. <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and we also, oh, but before we get to that, I do want to do a shout out to Radomski. That title card. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my so God. That's oh. that's yeah. Best one so far, I guess you could say almost. Well, that makes the, the see that title card makes the scarecrow design look creepy. Like, like this is what they were trying to go for. And then the animators just effed it up. It was it's like that would be creepy. And that doo -doo 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 -doo, like that <laughs> that sort of once again, we gotta give our love to Shirley Walker like every episode. Yeah. She's got yeah. that like descending scales on yep. the strings. What is it about strings that are just like the oh, creepiest dude. sound ever? Well, yeah, I mean, like I remember even like yeah, speaking of strings, like when when Hans Zimmer was talking about what he wanted to do for the Joker and what he did with that 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 screeching kind Ugh. of. I mean, Jesus, yeah. There's just something about that you could do. You could have strings that could just be like, oh man, look at that, it's so beautiful. Then it could just immediately go to, you know, that's why they use it in like the slasher films. I mean, they're perfect, you know, doing that stuff, just that screech. Yeah. But yeah, this title card is awesome. I love it. And I love how fear is like in like big capital letters while the others just like not. So no, they're, they're all nice and lowercase, but, uh -huh. but that, but that, 
see that brown is such a great thing. Yeah. Like this is another one of those episodes. I'm going to be completely honest with you, where the animation just doesn't do it for no, me. It's like, not that good. <laughs> it's not that good. It's yeah. just not that good. It, it it might even be the same studio that did like Christmas with the Joker because mm. it's yeah. it's one Seems of those. Like it's on that bottom tier of animation that yeah. we that we deal with in this series, and yeah, and that's the problem is that with an with a scarecrow episode they're really they're, it was too bright there was too much light. <laughs> it, it was it was it, it should have been darker and some you know we we get to better episodes with the scarecrow where they are you know it is darker but yeah this one was like yeah i mean it was a lot of times where it was like hmm, it's not as dark as maybe it should be with the kind of uh villain that we're dealing with should it be a little bit more on the darker tones uh and then uh so then we we see bruce well, we get introduced to Dr. Long, who's, uh, you know, just that typical older guy professor who's just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> we know? did our rando Kevin Conroy voice cameo. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, no, no. He's not the doctor. Right before we meet the doctor, there's that couple walking by going, it's a shame what's happening to the university. <laughs> and it's Conroy. That's Conroy. So it's I didn't Conroy. This time. I, and I should have been looking for it, too. I think like halfway through, I went, oh, man. I, I wasn't listening for extra uh, bonus Conroy voice. Damn it. So, yeah, I was right there, right there in the beginning. So he gets into. Um, so uh, another thing I was kind of noticing, too, when like Summer Gleason is going after, you know, uh, Professor Long or Dr. Long and they get in the elevator and then she goes, oh, hi, Bruce. I'm starting to think that they had a little something. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, you know, come on. Of course they did. Bruce, Bruce, had a, yeah. Bruce has a, a little something with like. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Veronica Freeland yet no. and all the other like steady, steady stable of female, you know, he tapped that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it was just, I don't know why it was just, just their little conversation. I was like, ah, there's something there. And then of course, Dr. Long is douchey and he, uh, you know, he exposes, I mean, and this is what's, this is what's good about the, this episode's a good episode because it kind of shows, um, well, it, um, uh, shows how vulnerable, I guess you could say Bruce can be, you know, being Batman and being the rich boy. It's like, what does he actually fear? And it's like, yes. I even watching with my mom when he eventually gets, you know, the toxin, she's like, well, what is he going to fear? I'm like, well, we saw it in the elevator. You know, it was in the elevator when Dr. Long just goes, we start saying that, you know, that he, uh, he was, what did he say? He went to school with his dad, right? With Thomas. He went to school with his dad and he would die of, he would die of yeah. shame. Shame. shame and that's bruce's ultimate fear is shaming his parents or you know making making his parents look bad or you know failing you know that's a big word that's in this uh episode is failing which is mm -hmm. you know that's why i like about this episode because it works obviously because then you go well, what does batman fear who the hell does he fear even though technically you know he does have a fear of bats but you know it was more like hey let's uh let's start tapping into um um, how he's feeling about the parents and everything like that. And I thought that was uh, pretty damn cool how they uh, kind of worked that in there. So, and then um, when we see uh, when we um, when, when Scarecrow is about to rob the place again, uh, we see a security guard and he's, you know, a little Easter egg of what he's reading. I'm sure yeah. you spotted it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've always spotted the Tiny Toons comic book. I'm like, dude, like half the people working on this show worked on Tiny Toons. Of yeah, course, there's a Tiny Toons <laughs> Easter egg. The first thing you know, like you really notice. And then like after, you know, really talking about, you know, the uh, ties to Tiny Toons. It's like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, they put those little Easter eggs in there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice little throwback. I haven't watched Tiny Toons in forever. Can you even watch? Where can you even watch Tiny Toons? 
That you know, that is a great question. I you don't think it'd be on HBO Max. They try to get it. That would be sweet. It would either be on HBO Max or possibly on Hulu since they're doing the Animaniacs revival. True. I'm wondering. I'm gonna have to look that up. Because... But with the Looney Tunes characters, you'd almost you would think HBO Max would have yeah, that. But it's all so weird. It's uh, the logistics of like the streaming and how everything bounces around. It's really strange. I never I never understand it. Um, so of course, Scarecrow breaks in and then sprays the security guard. And, uh, just like the security guard and please don't hold this against me. Anybody. Yes. He has arachnophobia. Arachno what? Uh, (laughs) No, no, no. um, no, yes, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, yes. Uh, tiny tunes is on Hulu. Okay, there you go. Sweet. There you go. That's what I have. I had this Hulu account. I'm like, wait a minute. I could. Why, I, why have I been neglecting it? I have Family Manners. I got Step by Step, all that old TGIF, and now freaking Tiny Tunes. God, I don't know why I've been neglect, neglecting it so much. But um, but, but, anyway, no, but so- you bring up a point that like that kind of brings in sort of that '66 vibe we talked about with Christmas mm-hmm. with the Joker last time. It's like henchman dumb, henchman hench- dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and like. And it's wonderful exposition for Crane to yeah. basically like. Now, granted, there were times it's like, oh, good. I, I think by that point, that the movie Arachnophobia had already come out oh, when yeah. we were oh, kids, yeah. so it's like uh-huh. I knew what Arachnophobia was. But you could tell that that was there, so that to you explain could, it, to explain things, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, who's <laughs> a real, what? Who's a real professor? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like sometimes how they make how they how dumb they make it, but yeah, I'm pretty arachnophobic too. If I got sprayed with that stuff, yeah, that's probably would be happy. Although I'm not like it's the bigger, hairier spiders, like your tarantulas and stuff that just like that just give me the willies. Well, Little, which, uh, which is funny because several of those spiders actually can't bite you. Exactly, but they're creepy. They're just they're creepy as I'll get yeah, out. Oh, they just make my skin crawl. But you know, like a little black widow or something like that. I mean, yeah, if it's on me, of course, ah, you know, I'll freak out. But same time when I can actually look at it and be like, eh, yeah, it's evil looking, but Jesus, but I don't know. But yeah, you get me you know, with a big, yeah, no, thank you. That's why I couldn't live in Australia. I'm like, no way. Too big, too many big spiders out there. Fuck that. That's <laughs> 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 just me. But, um, um, so yeah, they're robbing, uh, the safe. And then of course, Batman comes in. And of course they, they, he shoots some spray out there, but of course, Batman, he's already way ahead of Scarecrow. Got that. <laughs> gas mask on <laughs> oh you have a gas mask you are prepared yeah <laughs> see there's some great lines that he says there is a great and once again the, that actor playing yes. scarecrow like, it's his delivery it's uh-huh. like trust me you get a you get a lesser actor delivering those lines those lines sound stupid as hell oh yeah exactly yeah it, yeah you, you, kevin conroy maybe it wouldn't sound as good he does good with the uh the, the batman work though but um another thing that i noticed um when um, this is the first time I noticed, I didn't notice. Uh, I don't think I ever noticed it until this time where I was like, oh, um, because when Batman asks who he is, Scarecrow, because eventually we're going to get to that point where we get that, you know, that great Kevin Conroy. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman, which we'll get to. And I have the clip. We're going to watch it and get goosebumps because we love it so much. <laughs> but Scarecrow does his own version of that first. I didn't realize this because he goes, because, uh, you know, Batman asks who he is. He goes, I am fear incarnate. I am the terror of Gotham. I am Scarecrow. And I was like, wow, I didn't really realize that. Dude, like, I didn't watch. even catch yeah. that. Yeah. That's that what he said. Yes. 
I, I, I like paused it. I was like, wait a minute. Did he just do what Batman eventually does to get it's over the parallelism? They, yes. they, they set it up. I'm yes. Not- yeah. Watch it again. He goes, I, he says, I am fear incarnate. I am the terror of Gotham. I am scarecrow. And I'm like, nice. Nice. Good, good writing. This fucking show has such good writing. So I'm glad. Yeah, I'm president. Yeah, I was like, I, I was, I was, I was getting, I was having Apple spit on me, you know. But no, but I love that because you can look at a line like "I am vengeance, I am the night, I am Batman," and think, well, that's an odd thing to. I mean, it sounds cool as hell, but it's also an odd thing to say. Yeah. But then if you go back and realize that it was set up because he's basically playing off what scarecrow told him in the save then you're just like it makes it better look at it makes that it so much better <laughs> i know geez it's crazy i mean um and it was just funny how like i, I like i said when i watched with my mom didn't catch it then but for some reason i was just like i had my i was tuned in i was focused and i went wait a minute and so then i rewinded it like i think like two or three times just to get everything that he was saying to write it down so yeah, uh, check that out when you watch it again. And then of course, you know, he gets a dart to the back of the neck because you know the, the, the gas not working, and then gets left into the safe. Fire starts, and then we start hearing Bruce, Bruce, you failed, you know. And then of course it's his dad, and then it's like, yeah, there's Batman's fear right there, you know, disappointing dad because you don't want to do that. And of course it's you know right in the flames. There's Thomas Wayne, who uh, who voices Thomas? Do you know? I do not know. And that was not. And, and actually looking when I pause the credits. Is it Con? It's not. Con- I think it's Con- it's Conroy. It, it is Conroy. Isn't it, it is Conroy. Yeah. Because like a deeper or, yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. And the re and I and I remembering that because I'm actually jumping ahead and thinking about perchance to dream. I think mm. that's one of the episodes that it really gets clear that it's Conroy doing Thomas as well. Because, yeah, because actually there is no yes. actor listed as Thomas Wayne yeah, at, in I the credits. It, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. So, I'm, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's because, it, yeah, you're thinking of the, you said for, for fa- fast, fast forward to like the episode with the, which episode did you say? Was it the Mad Hatter to Dream with Matt Hatter. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's the one where, yeah. And that's, I, now that I'm remembering, yeah, it's definitely got to be Conroy. I'm just wondering if, like, was it in this episode? Because, you know, sometimes things change, obviously. But I'm now that I'm, like, trying to hear the voice again, and sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Conroy, which, you know, it makes and they sense. Do, and they've done cool things like that. Um, yeah. A uh, I'll, I'll, little, little fast forward. Uh-huh. When they cast Christopher McDonald as um, Jor-El for Superman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and then Superman shows up in Batman Beyond as an older version of Superman they have Christopher McDonald do the voice of older Superman because nice. the idea is that if Superman gets older he'd sound like his Brandon. dad or like Britain no, yeah like his dad yeah I mean that does make sense uh you know and that's that's just you know that's just good good sense right there to me but um and then um so we got Thomas Wayne saying that, you know, he's uh, he's a disgrace or what uh, did I say? I just wrote down disgrace and exclamation point for some reason. I don't know. Does he say disgrace? Are you- I think so, because I think that's what yes. the uh, I think that's what the uh, Dr. Long that's right. calls him. And, uh, and I think that's what's beautiful about the scene with Dr. Long is that that might be like a deep buried fear, but he 
brings it up to the surface at the beginning of the episode and kind of plants the seed. So it's the thing in the forefront of Bruce's psyche Mm -hmm. when he gets dosed with the toxin. And that's exactly what it is. And then, of course, uh, Scarecrow gets away and everybody's like, oh, and, the, and then, of course, you get the cops, you know, arriving very late. You know, <laughs> response just, time sucks. In Gotham. Yeah, it's like, wow, they've already had their battle. You know, fucking Batman's having hallucinations. The, the guard was having hallucinations and there's a fire. And then they finally show up running in. Uh, and then there's like Scarecrow. And then they're like, what? Scarecrow? What the hell is that? And then, of course, the guard backs him up. And then Bullock, good old Bullock, acting like the douche that he is. Who's just like, uh, where is this scarecrow? And then, of course, he gets on Batman's case. I think he calls him the commissioner's pet, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. I think he's, I think that's a, isn't that a common thing throughout the series or something like that? Does he call him the commissioner's pet again, or is it just one time? I, I you know, know it, it's not, it's not a common thing, but mm. it, it's, but it's just the ongoing, like yeah. watching the relationship change over the series between Batman and Bullock is actually one of those amazing character arcs oh, it is. to watch because he is so, Bullock is so one note at the beginning of the series. He, once again, he's a character who gets an opportunity to grow and become a little bit more multifaceted as the series goes on. And that's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, it is. And then especially when you get like uh, uh, that Bullock centered episode, which is uh, which one is that? I can't even remember what the well, there's a couple of them. There's, there's a couple, Vin- them, right? There's Vendetta with Killer Croc. That's right. And then there's Bullet for Bullock. Bullet for Bullock. That's the one. There you go. Yeah, those. Uh, I mean, that's what's so great about the series too is they can do that. <laughs> you know, they could take. You know, one. Obviously, you want to know more about these characters. Well, yeah, do a centered one, and then of course you see, like you said, you see that you see him evolve and see him, and then you see the relationship between Batman and him evolve. But in this episode, now he's like, nope. Looks like you got some police evidence there, Bats. Of course, because he's got the fabric from um, Scarecrow's Frank. mask because yeah. he like ripped it off as he was clutching. Exactly. <laughs> it's clutching. Oh, man, that fabric rips easy, but it's Batman. Of course it is. And then uh, I just like the fact that, you know, that Batman just he just pushes them. He just pushes them out of the way. Like, try, try to do anything. Try to arrest me. Try to do okay, anything. Fat, OK, fat man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it your tr- give it a try, and he tries, and he gets shoved pretty violently. And then, of course, Commissioner comes in, and uh, you know starts yelling at him. And then Bullock is saying this, 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 that, and this, sound like a whiny brat. And then looks over, guess who's not there? Batman. So then Commissioner just plays it like, "What are you talking about?" I, I love how Commissioner plays coy when it comes. Oh, to Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's just like, "Huh? There was Batman was here? Sure. Where?" You know, because he knows how Batman just just up and disappears like a fart in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that that's, that one just came that just came about. Anyways, that's true though, right? <laughs> no, it's very true. It actually reminds me I was because you know I was on uh, Dawson's show talking about Black Mirror last mm-hmm. night. And I love there's a scene because Dick because not story Dick is Batman and like Commissioner like turns off the signal looks up and he and he says something and Dick's like what's the matter and he goes I'm not used to you still being here when I look up <laughs> there it is there it is I mean I mean, the, the, I mean that's just that's a trope that I I'm I'm wondering how if Matt Reeves is gonna how Matt Reeves is gonna approach it you know just that Batman trope of him just vanishing real quick God. I mean I love what I love what Snyder did when it came to all of them when it came to uh the Commissioner Gordon rooftop scene um you know just with Barry it even Barry was like you know 
Oh wow, that's rude. They just kind of just vent. All right, <laughs> just and then Commissioner Gordon just like, <laughs> whatever. There's a line coming up in an episode. It's my fate every time I think about Batman doing the disappearing act. There's an episode later on where he goes. They're, they're in a targeting range, and yeah. he just looks up and goes, "One of these days, I'm going to nail that man's feet to the floor." Yeah. <laughs> I love I was that just line. Thinking about that, I was just thinking about that too because, yeah, it was like finally Commissioner Gordon just instead of just going, "Huh," he actually goes, "You know what? Damn!" He was actually frustrated this time. Like, damn it, why he keeps doing that to me? How does he do that? And it is kind of funny too because I think like you can you could kind of go like, "Oh, how is he doing that?" So. So sweet. It doesn't matter. Why, yeah. why are we trying to explain things? <laughs> exactly. It's just cool. It's just cool that, you know, we don't need to explain it. Um, all right. So then we got that. And then, and then, um, and then we get Crane's backstory. Like I said, he's a real professor. Um, so you get uh, Crane's backstory uh, working at the university and well, growing up. I mean, I love that shot. It's funny because it seems like they used the same head and put it on a smaller body when it was yes. a kid. <laughs> and then when he was older, it was like the same head. <laughs> it's like, okay. Because he's and like running with snakes at girls. <laughs> and that is a creepy backstory to go. Oh, yeah. You're Dude. a sociopath. Good to Dude. know. This is why, I mean, this is why I'm kind of going like, where's the Black Label Crane movie? You know, there's so much here. Dude, like if you if you think about because you know, this is this is just one step, this is just one step removed from the you know, you killed birds or cats or dogs and like you were like splaying them and like it, it to, to just see what makes them tick. Like exactly. this yeah, because you've got you've got some villains that you you see something happens to them and it breaks them bad yeah crane is one at least in this series that you're like oh you were just you were broken from the beginning yeah and then it, but then you can like what it caused all that why is he so upset there's so much there with this character that i'm like how are they not how are they just not doing that already you know in the in the black label joker sense because yeah they have done it in live action at all yeah like i mean yeah, they've done a yeah, they've done the bat, you know, and Batman Begins, obviously. There was a lot, you know, there was Scarecrow. And there's some you could kind of tell too that there may might have been some inspiration from like stuff that happens in this episode that maybe Nolan, when he was researching Scarecrow, I think he went back and watched some of these episodes because there's some, you know, there's some things in here where you kind of go, huh. I think Nolan was uh kind of doing his homework here when it came to certain things. But when it comes to uh, yeah, but like I said, there's so much there, and then you see him, you know older and then he's got people locked up and they're just like tripping out on their fears just like freaking out in their little cells and everything i mean there's i can't even i, I can't even it would be like an r-rated horror type movie that's a batman villain i mean it'd be so good it it would be it would be fantastic because i mean also you also want to look at the fact that he had like a whole hallway of rooms like yes I want to, you know, it's like the university eventually shut him down. But I'm like, who signed off on that in the <laughs> in the first place? Who volunteered <laughs> for this? What did the waiver look like? You know, it's so many questions. So many questions. I'm telling you, somebody get on it, man. Make this black labeled uh, crane movie. Just call it crane. Um, and then, uh, of course, now Bruce is tripping out. Um, he's at home. You know, in the back cave. And you know, I love the fact that it's been like a day and he's already got stubble <laughs> and he's like in his robe and he's just trying to still figure everything out. But of course, he's still tripping. And then Alfred, we have like actually like a good little Alfred uh Bruce, you know, father son type moment, I guess you could say. Well, you know, 
Bruce starts explaining that he's tripping out and he's seeing his father saying that he failed as he's looking down like a a canyon in the in the back. And, like, <laughs> and I also love the fact that Bruce isn't trying to Bruce isn't being a dick and trying to hide the fact that he got dosed. Like he's actually vulnerable open with alfred yeah. like no this happened i'm dosed i'm seeing things like that's that's when you realize that there is that relationship between yeah. bruce and alfred that bruce admits this to alfred he's not trying to do the stupid like brooding i'm good yeah i'm good or the cw kind of we're gonna keep secrets from everyone for like <laughs> half the season kind of deal <laughs> and this is actually an, an episode that this we still have the original alfred actor yep. clive revel and this is actually, I think, his strongest episode. Like, this yeah. is an episode that I'm just like, I actually had to sit there for a minute and go, wait, no, that's not Ephraim. We're not Ephraim yet. <laughs> but it was still a good, good. it's still a good performance, yeah. which I'll admit for the past two episodes, not, I, I would not say that about, yeah. about Clive's yeah. performance as Alfred. But this one was good because, you know, he tells him like, oh, you know, I'm proud of you. And, you know, it's just like a good little moment. Um you know, Bruce vulnerable. And then Alfred just kind of going like, Hey, you know, you're, you're good. You're fine, man. You're good. And then um, let me make you some soup because soup, you know, wipes out the fear. Well, maybe not, but still, uh, it helps. Soup always helps when you're not feeling good. And then, um, yeah. So it's like a, like a little father moment. And then, um, and then when it gets to, uh, the little, well, I guess you could say the final act of the, uh, of the episode, um, where exactly are that? There's like some museum. Yeah. Museum party. Right. Right, because it's it, it's a fundraiser for That's the right. university. That's yeah. right. And then gas gets all in there, so everybody starts freaking out. Dr. Long, apparently his fear is becoming a skeleton or getting too old, I guess. <laughs> you know, he says, over my dead body. Oh, so then he's like, okay, so that makes sense. That makes yeah, yeah. Sense. So, so, so it's the, he's getting old. He's, he's thinking about his mortality. This yeah. is actually a part of the episode that I can appreciate the writing because – they play off of different fears and it is subtly or visually depicted. And we don't have the cheesy dialogue like the arachnophobia, <laughs> fear of spiders. Like it's like, okay, he's an old man who's afraid of his mortality. Yeah. Later on, when the goon gets gassed, like the walls, they're closing in. It's like, oh, he's claustrophobia. Okay. Yeah. Like, so those are times where it's like at least they didn't stop to like spell it out for me it's like there's a little bit more of a a subtle visual about what the fears that are being induced this is another scene though where the brightness and the light like they just look ridiculous too much freaking out over their like i i you almost wanted them to animate more of what are they seeing yeah you, you kind of do you want to see what every individual and see and like i said i mean so much there i mean and 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 what they could even do with the characters like there's so many different kinds of fears that people have i mean i i could think of a random one that i think i have a little bit of it's called tripophobia have you ever heard of that i have not a clutter of holes that are my different sizes that's what it is so if you look it up i think it's i forgot exactly how to spell it i think there might is it why or something anyways or tripophobia i don't know it's one of those but i remember like somebody i worked with um talked about that and yeah it's just like when you see like a clutter of like holes that are like either different sizes or even the same like a honeycomb even can freak you out a little bit but it's mainly when they're like different sizes t-r-y-p-o there you go tripophobia is an aversion to the in the sight of irregular patterns or yes. clusters of small holes or yeah. bumps 
you know what's weird though like when i see some stuff like especially when people like put it on like like their skin like there'll be makeup artists that like put it on their skin that freaks me out like so bad they'll, they'll look like they're like they have like a really bad like skin irritation and it's just like the side of it i start like going like I, my heart will start i literally just <laughs> it's a weird thing man like and there was a girl that i worked with he used to like he would like bring it up on her screen when she'd leave her desk and then she'd like open up her screen and there'd be like this you know and it could just be something like a plant or something and it's just but it's just would trigger it should be like ah she would freak out about it i mean there's just Weird things like there's so many phobias, man. It's this one was actually coined in 2005. Yeah, it's a it's it's new. relatively new. Like, yeah. yeah, I love it. Biological revulsion that associates tryptophobic shapes with danger or disease, and may therefore have an evolutionary basis. Yes. <laughs> See, yeah, it's just something that I yeah that I that when I was working at this place that I got and I realized I have a little bit of it because sometimes like a little sight. I mean, when it's like when it, if it's a design doesn't really do it, but it's it's when it's been on like plants. Like there's sometimes you'll see like a plant that has like this because it looks alien to me, so it's kind of creepy. And then, but when I see people either Photoshop it on like their skin or their hand or do makeup, ugh, it just it's the it just gives me the heebs, man. It's funny right though. This is like the exact opposite of what we were talking about last time the vodka stream when you were complaining mm -hmm. about the way Max Payne the film right. showed how everyone was tripping it's like no this is actually what this episode like needed Dude, yes right yeah I was just actually thinking about that too because yeah last night I was complaining about Max Payne how they were like you know when you play the game you got these people tripping on this drug but you don't know what they're seeing because you're you're seeing it in the point of view of Max Payne so you don't know what the hell and then, but in the movie, they decided, okay, well, this is what they're actually seeing. They're seeing angels and demons and all crazy crap and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, it was cool, but yeah, it would be cool for something like this. You would have to, I mean, if you're going to do like a, like, again, going back to the crane movie, you're going to have to show, I mean, I can't even imagine like the reaction to a crane movie. If you actually showed really just show like some of these phobias i mean you could have a there would be a sequence probably where there would be some spiders and i would be like oh, i can't want that scene's hard to watch jesus you know and there'll be like what other what you know they can really you get a director that can really emphasize like some you know you know being a fear of heights and stuff like that i mean you could really just do so much with that and it's like the said, closest that came in batman begins was that scene where when batman douses crane and mm -hmm. he's like the he's like the bat creature with like the black goo which like, we kind of see in here we do kind of yeah. see in here we do which looks a little bit like night okay. on ball mountain from uh, from fantasia <laughs> okay i can see that i can see that um but then but the, another thing that they actually um showed too was um uh, when everybody was like you know doused up and then batman was there they go like, oh my god it's a giant bat so they start going after them that's also you see a scene like that also in Batman Begins where everybody's looking up and seeing Batman and they see him as just like, what the hell is this creature? And then everybody just starts like going after him where he literally has to, you know, grappling hook out of the crowd, out of the mob. So I'm like, see, but did someone know. whack him with their purse? That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I there love the show. I can't take that seriously. Yeah. I just can't. No, socialite like right whacking her, whacking her purse against Batman. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I think Christopher Nolan was like, let's not do the purse thing let's just have a bunch of people mob batman like that <laughs> but yeah yeah purse is not gonna really uh uh do that but um so everybody's doing that and then of course then we got um 
a Scarecrow's second flying vehicle, which is just a blimp. <laughs> you know, it's a blimp. It's the animated series. It's, yeah, it's the animated series. Not a, not exactly the best getaway vehicle, but, you know, it's got that cable that has the gas on it, you know, and it's, I guess, was that supposed to be like, I, I was kind of confused by it because I was kind of going, wait, was he, when the cable rips and there's gas coming out of it, is he trying to douse the the city too? Or? No, 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 that was just basically he. It was it, they they didn't take the time to disconnect the gas, so it just it just ripped as it they just, were. It's just a way to... for Batman to get on the blimp. Exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, something I didn't bring up last time with Christmas uh, the Joker. I love looking at these episodes. Did you ever play the Adventures of Batman and Robin game for like the Sega Genesis or the Super no, Nintendo? I did not. Sadly, what I love is like watching episodes going, oh, this inspired a level because mm -hmm. it's like there's a whole scene. There's a Joker level where we get to fight like the giant nutcrackers oh, okay. and and uh, getting on the blimp and fighting on top of the blimp from the Scarecrow episode. That's a level in the game. Nice, of course. And the two. I will tell you, though, totally got Rocketeer vibes when I'm watching Batman fighting the gangster on top of the blimp. That's I, I, true, right? Yeah, there's a little bit of that right there. And then, of course, you know, shooting with the, the, the uh, you know, a Tommy gun, essentially, you know, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I mean, not exactly smart to shoot that on a blimp because, yeah, it's going to end up messing up the blimp a little bit. And um, but of course, um, we get the um, the iconic scene, of course, where Batman's still tripping out and he's kind of hanging on the side of the um, on the side of the blimp. And uh, of course, he's his dad again. And it's a really great scene. And then it's just Kevin Conroy really just just hitting it, just hitting it. With, oh, wait, I forgot to uh, share the audio. Um, just hitting it with all cylinders right here when it comes to his Batman voice. Just so good. So let's go ahead and bring this up right here. So here it is. Bruce. No. no not now. <laughs> you are a disgrace. No, that's not that's not Conroy. No, it you are not my father. Huh. I am not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. Ah, so good. I know. The, yeah. the only problem I have is the animation makes this scene look so ridiculous. But yeah. like, if you just if you if you just listen to it, yeah. the 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 music and the performance is like so good, Chef's Kiss. But then, it, like, yeah, because like even like you said, the animation. I mean, look at how he kind of looks right there, and he's just like, huh, huh, whew, okay, huh. <laughs> it's a little weird, it's a little wonky for me right there. <laughs> but still, but so, this so is like that line defines. Conroy's Batman, oh, big time. It and totally. it's the third episode made. Like it's just, yeah. it, we go back to how much of this series the bones are just baked in these early episodes. Like this stuff was there. Maybe it wasn't hitting on all cylinders, yeah. but that's still the line. Conroy. I mean, have you ever heard the story that Conroy tells about helping out at, at a first responder uh, station on yeah. at nine eleven? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. So of course, nine 11 happens and it, anyone who's in New York tries to jump in to help. So <laughs> he's at a, at some sort of station where they're feeding first responders, the people who were digging through the rubble at the twin towers, like and with fire of, you know, fire and police and everyone else. And he's in the back and he's cooking and he's talking to some guy mm -hmm. and, 
the the one of the guys goes, dude, you know what you you sound like Batman. You know, and, <laughs> really? and he goes, well, it's it's, it's yeah because I I am Batman. Yeah. I, I'm the voice of Batman on the cartoon. Oh, He's damn. like, and the guy's like, no, no, you you. <laughs> Oh, what you serious? Like he's just being he's being that sort of skeptical New Yorker. And apparently fucking serious. Yeah. And then Conroy does the he does the I am vengeance, I am the nine, I am Batman. He goes, Holy fuck, guys, <laughs> Batman's back here. And, it, and, and it's a great it. story because it's like, what do you think? All those people who who, who are digging through the rubble after 9-11, like just you can imagine all those firefighters and all those police officers yeah. are just are just like elated that Batman's fixing them sandwiches, and it's <laughs> it's crazy. I love that, but that's the but once again, this episode has the line that becomes like Conroy's signature, really does as the character. Yeah, when you or- hear "I am Vengeance," "I am the Night," mm-hmm. "I am Batman," you think animated series Batman, one hundred percent. And then I, I mean, and then I love the fact too. I mean. Again, the inspiration, you, you better believe that Matt Reeves even did some of this stuff. And the fact that when we, instead of hearing I'm Batman from Robert Pattinson, what does he say? I'm vengeance. You know, I mean, vengeance has always been part of, you know, the lure, of course, of uh, Batman. But the fact that, you know, I, you could probably, I'm sure Reeves was doing his homework. I, I think we've even talked about that before. I, you know, he was probably watching these episodes just, and of course, with the iconic line. And then I love the fact that Kevin Conroy, till this day, will still just, say it out he'll just say it in a video and it still sounds just magical coming out of that man's uh mouth right there man tell you what well it almost sounds even better now because once again as he's gotten older that yeah. batman voice has just gotten deeper, so much more batman growlier. yeah a little more growlier i'm like no nah, he could he could still go on and still keep doing uh doing the voices for all the animated stuff please keep going on so um there was another thing t- all right so then uh scarecrow gets away again <laughs> um and you know um batman saves dr long by doing another you know hey let's just jump and see where we land <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of that i mean there's like the the two henchmen one of them like i mean like you said he uh one of them like it falls off the blimp and successfully lands on one of those tarps on like a building just boing trampoline <laughs> He's good. The other one who freaks out, you know, gets sprayed and sees, you know, the jail cell and the walls closing and leaps out the window, lands on like a big, huge bonsai tree or something like that. And it just cushions him. He's good. <laughs> no, no. Did we see him? Did we see him move? That's all yeah. we needed. That's all we needed yeah, for standards and practices. Did, did, <laughs> did he breathe? Did, did he, he twitch? Did he, yeah. And he's good. good. He's alive. Okay. He's cool. <laughs> it's just, it's always great. So yeah, saves Dr. Long. They get out of there, and then of course we got the uh, the bat the bat computer in the um in the Batmobile that is you know searching for you know possible leads and everything. And then uh, uh, when it brings up like some labs or some companies, the ones that stand out are Access Engineering because I'm kind of yes. going, are they okay? Instead of doing the Ace, just like you know when it came to '89 Batman, they changed it instead of Ace Chemicals, Access Chemicals. So I was kind of like, okay. And then of course you see Star Labs, which you're which like, anybody I had never noticed until this viewing. There it is. Yeah. That's what's so great about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just see it there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think when I watched my mom, I was like, ah, there you go. That's something we'll, we'll definitely, you know, get on is that yeah, star labs. There's a, 
we we see like an expansion of the DC universe. Anytime, you know, it's funny because anytime, and I think even Kevin Smith brought this up too. When I think uh, when him and Mark Bernard did their commentary for Batman Forever, and the fact that Bruce said like, "Oh yeah, well the circus should be halfway to Metropolis by now." I mean, he brought up a good point. It's like back then that was uh, we freaked out because oh, we lost the, our yeah. ever loving minds <laughs> because we didn't have the connected universes like we do now. So when anything was mentioned of another character's like you know something that took place in another character's world oh like what the hell so i mean maybe like when we were younger we didn't catch it then but i mean now when we like if you were to think about it i mean imagine watching this back then and just making that you know making that correlation of like oh yeah star labs ah 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 flash ah, ah. you know just there's like a freak out factor right there and i love that totally love that are you are you good did you freeze, Scott? I think Scott freeze froze. Uh oh, Scott, are you there? Let's see. Hold on. Well, you're back, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Hold on, hold on. Looks like I lost him a little bit. Damn, gotta love these technical difficulties. Yes. There, there you go. You're there. Wait, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Can you? Okay. Can hold you, on. Can, Dave, can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, I know. Hold on. Uh, okay. Now, all right. I don't know what's what happened. You know, hey, it's my internet. That, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I am yeah. sure there is someone watching Netflix or doing Probably. something right now that's like, <laughs> damn it. Because <laughs> uh, it looked like you were about to say something. I'm like, wait, Scott? Huh? What? No, I'm, I, I, saw, I saw the spinning <laughs> wheel of death going. Oh, man. Somebody just logged on. Anyways, so then that, yeah, so then uh, of course, um, Crane's back at his uh, little hideout, and um, and he gets a little gassed, like a little gassed. And of course, Batman does his thing, sh shut off the lights. You know, Batman's really good at cutting off electricity. I mean, that's one of his. Which, by the way, I one of the sound effects was. Oh wait a minute, that's the Man Bat recording. I heard yes. the Man Bat sound effect. Yep. I was like, ah, oh, yep. recycling. When you see the, uh, you know, when you see the bat creature, it's, it's, I mean, even it doesn't look like the man bat, but it, you definitely get that sound. And then, like you said, we get, you know, another thing that could have been inspired with, you know, uh, by uh, Christopher Nolan to put in um, Batman Begins is, yeah, you see Batman, and you see this big, huge bat creature that's, you know, demon looking and everything. So, of course, Crane freaks out and uh, and then we get him and then we get this awesome ending scene at the cemetery. <sighs> The with a good score oh. uh, and i have it of course of course uh, you do yes i'm like oh yeah this is uh, it's it's just a it's just such a fantastic um uh ending to it because obviously this whole episode's about bruce in fear that he would uh, had his parents if they were alive they'd be disappointed in him like, like you failed oh man i always forget to uh, share the audio it's like a new thing that they put on here. It's like, oh, yeah, you can actually share the audio. Now you just got to click the thing. There we go. All right. So then we got this right here. It's just uh, like the score and everything is just so beautiful. And then the way, uh, which we'll see right here. So that just na, 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 na. the wind. That tombstone is just so imposing. Yeah. <laughs> get the shades on. Yeah. And I cannot watch this without thinking about how this all plays out in Mask of the Phantasm later. Right. And then the shadow is Batman. Batman which makes no logical sense and it doesn't no. have to. 
but it look visually it looks awesome awesome exactly <laughs> i mean it's it's a it's a comic book shot you know oh, if you were so like if you were to get a shot. if you were going to get a comic book panel you would see that like him walking off in the shadow is i mean it's such a comic book shot it's just yeah it makes no sense because like how would that happen but it makes sense in the symbolic or like not symbolic but just the the no, aesthetic no, in the symbolic it. it's a completely yeah, I mean, symbolic thing it, yeah yeah, 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 but it's just that's what's so great about. It. I mean, just a good way to end it. Like I said, Shirley uh, Walker's score right there, um, just so beautiful. What is that? Up oh, there, you go, Scarecrow. See, that's when the design was definitely much better, right there. Oh, and I you love said, this design. And you said um, that you you have something else to show us last night. Too. Yes, I, yeah. I. Someone brought this up. A, a listener, a, a viewer. Some used to be a podcaster, calling you listeners instead of viewers. <laughs> Someone brought up this book, which I actually did have. I just had to go remember five. But Mondo did a whole series of posters, and they've done now a coffee table book of them. So as we get to episodes, I've been meaning to share the posters, and they have a poster for Nothing to Fear. But what I love about this book is what you get is you get a full-page spread of – Look at that. Of you know, like the, the finished poster that they – yeah, would sell. But then the other yeah. side, you get like all the concept art for like other designs they didn't end up using. So, but yeah, this ended up being the poster that they did for uh, Nothing to Fear. Yeah, I love that. Freaking love that. See, God. See, this is another thing where you go, okay, this scarecrow design, if executed better, could have been a really awesome creepy design the yeah. problem is that when it get animated nothing about it was creepy yeah that's true i mean like i said they try to go with like the ghostly ghoulish eyes but it's just like i said it just looks like a big balloon head i mean especially like when there's like a part where he takes the hat off and he's like disappointing himself and he's doing this and it just looks it looks funny with that just that kind type of just like uh balloon head looking mask i don't know i i just kind of laughed at that part i don't know why just because he was so disappointed. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, 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 the head yeah. shake he does. Oh, yeah. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah. So, but uh, that's awesome, dude. I, I love, ah, man. There's, like I said, there's, when it comes to this episode, you know, the, the, the disappointing factor is like, yeah, the design's not, not as great. The animation's not as sharp. It's a little too bright, but overall, still a great scarecrow episode. And I would recommend anyone to see it if they're like, I mean, if I was going to pitch, if you know it was Todd Phillips or somebody else, I'm gonna pitch like a crane movie. Obviously, I'd be like, "Well, watch this episode, uh, just for the backstory, you know, mm -hmm. and for the the fact that we can, you know, really you could really capitalize on showing fears um, with a with a backstory when it comes to Crane." So it's like, you know, I'm like, I, it's just it just feels like they're leaving money on the table. It could be like it's a small movie, just like Joker was 40, 50 million dollar budget. I don't know. Maybe they'd have to go on. I don't know. But I think it would just capture it would just be such because even later episodes with the Scarecrow and even like later designs. I don't know if they I mean, I guess they would have to eventually get to like a full on design. I mean, I, I like the fact that when you get to like season three with the Batman and Robin and you get that the noose around the neck and you really get like a crazy Scarecrow design. That that thing is like just just whacked yeah like it's, it's crazy and then even like gotham's like i i commend gotham for what they were what they did with the scarecrow design as well they did a oh no that tweet was going around today yes, where the guy was just like you know he was in his trailer right or something like that and he was like 
there was like a cat or a dog. It was a dog, right? Did you see? Yes. That? Yes. And it's just like, and it was like, yeah, look at that. Even just him sitting there, he looks, that looks creepy as hell. There's such a good job with that design, man. So much you could do here, man, with that. So, but anyways, anything else you got with this episode? No, once again, you know, these early, I mean, we start off with such a banger with on leather wings oh. and we're kind of going through like a, you know, kind of the, the early episode drag, yeah. you know, we got a Joker episode. I mean, cause last next. laugh is our next episode, right? Yep, last laugh. Yep. Which once again, I'm going to go ahead and tell you not an episode that particularly, you know, floats my boat. I yeah. do, however, think it's Ephraim. Z I think we finally get to Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Though, okay, as as Alfred, maybe I'll, I'll have to watch it. But I do know after that is pretty poison, and then that's a good episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're going to start getting into the thick of the really good episodes where we're going to be diving super deep, in, and we're going to be like, everything's so great, everything's great, no gripes, no gripes here. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't wait for those, but uh. Yeah, so next week, if we're uh, following the production schedule, we're going to be doing The Last Laugh, which is another... Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly which... Uh, why can't I remember exactly what happens in this episode? Oh, that's the one with the garbage. That's the one. that is the garbage one. That's the garbage episode. Okay, the April, okay. I, it's, I April, like, it's the April Fool's Day episode. Okay, yes. So, yeah, there you go. That This one, I mean, that one has... I like that. I like what they did with the music. For some reason, it's yes. got a very distinctive... Din -din 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 -din. It's just the way that it goes, which we'll talk about, of course. But like I said, with this episode, still, I mean, what's always going to be the strong side is the cad game score. Shirley Walker, we can't commend her enough. And like I said, that, you know, just all throughout this episode. And it's just that big payoff at the end in the cemetery. Ugh, just a chef kiss like no other. I tell you what. Tell you what. So well, anyways, guys. All right. So I think uh, there we go. There's nothing to fear right there, guys. Uh, I think we pretty much covered it from uh, beginning to end. Uh, great episode. Like I said, we got some gripes about it, but nothing wrong with that. And, and come on, Warner Brothers. Jesus Christ. Give us a freaking crane or a scarecrow. I mean, it's funny, too, because I, I think a perfect title would be crane. Just crane. Oh, yes. Yes. But they probably go, no, no, it's got to be Scarecrow or something like that, because, you know, it's just, you know, some somebody's going to make that decision of like, no, it's got to be the name of the villain because it sounds better, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, what? But Crane just sounds there's just something about it, you know, and I'm trying to I'm drawing. I'm like, what's his first name? I'm like, totally drawn. Jonathan. Blind. Jonathan. Duh. Jeez. I was like, P Professor. <laughs> Dr. Jonathan Crane. Yeah, my, my, my brain was going, fuck, you know, I mean, and I knew it was a common name too. I'm like, but it was just, it was there and not. And I was like, wow, that's why I just had to ask. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Good way to wrap it up. What's his first name? It's not professor. No jokes guys. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> you're Dave, Dave. I know. Dave. I know. It's a brain fart moment, man. And then I was like, <laughs> Professor? No, no, no. I'm just not. But I was joking about that. I didn't think his first name was Professor, but I just could not. And I knew you're like one of the goons. You're one of the goons, Dave. That's what yeah, you, that's what yeah, you are. Arachnophobia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I could have been a good one of those. Uh, but anyways, guys, we appreciate you um 
clicking in for this episode. Um, like I said, next week is the last laugh. So make sure you uh, make sure you check that one out. And um, yeah, this was a lot of fun as per usual. I mean, uh, obviously, this is our love, our love for Batman, the animated series. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to like get really in, like in, deeper into some of these episodes, the ones that are where everything is just, oh, everything. We're just going to be making a lot of those sounds like, ah, oh, man, oh. Ah, ah, you know, kind of like when when it came to leather wings on leather wings, it was, we did a lot of that. Where it was just like, eh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those noises. So if people are just hearing the audio, they're going to be like, what the hell? But anyways, all right. We appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining us. Go ahead, Scott, plug yourself. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Scott DC 27. You can find my podcast, the DC film Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. I'm going to go ahead and plug the fact that tomorrow night over on Wonder Meg, I will be talking about the next few chapters of Dune by Frank Herbert. And of course, you can find my entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There you go. And then, of course, you guys know what to do. Hit that like thumbs up before you leave. Um, if you want to uh, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff, please do so. Join Film Junkie to become a member. You know, I try to do behind the scenes videos, uh, post show videos, and everything for the members and everything. And then, of course, uh, yeah, uh, Patreon. Um, if you want to join that, get some early access to things. And then, what Scott is wearing, you could get that shirt right down below, which is awesome right there so please do so um all right that's pretty much it guys uh we love you and uh we will definitely uh talk to you later uh, next week same bat time same bat channel unless you know somebody's birthday is happening <laughs> 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 all right guys talk to you later